You are currently listening to one half of the greatest tag team podcast there are out there today. Once you get finished with this great episode, go on over on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, even over on YouTube and check me out, Ted the Hillbilly Hill of the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast, award-winning, critically acclaimed, number one in Antarctica, and I'm going to break down the bad guys, the villains, the heels of professional wrestling. And always remember, there's the real truth, then there's the heel truth. Wrestling fans, this is the Wrestling Fans Insight Sunday Takedown, no, or not November, Jesus, December 10th, wow. 2023. Yeah, I'm going back in time. Okay, then. And this is kind of a little weird because today we're... We're missing the majority of our team. <laughs> well, we're back to being old school. It's just you and me on this episode. You are almost missing me. I've just been dead. Oh, well, I mean, either way, it would have been... I guess I would have been a one-man show, but uh, <laughs> yeah, along with me as usual on Sundays, my brother William, how you doing? Exhausted. How are you? Uh, I'm still a little shaky from my workout this morning. I kind of amped it up a little bit on the weights today, and I'm still trying to recover in some way. Better get you some electrolytes. Well, I did. I mean, I, I was even with the recovery drink I usually do, but I think I maybe need to bump it up a little more now. Especially hitting them a little harder than usual, but uh, one quart of Pedialyte that'll do it. Uh, I just don't know if I can down that. <laughs> it, yeah, it works. It's but, thick, but I mean, you hit the gym regularly too, don't you? Or? Used to. I don't do that no more. Oh, not anymore. No, my job is a workout enough. Oh, okay. Well, mine used to be until I got in the office. <laughs> but uh, anyways. Uh, I know you weren't able to really watch a whole lot of wrestling. This week's episode will probably be just a little short today because we don't have Carlos and I bantering at each other like usual. But I managed to watch everything except for Deadline. I was going to watch it, but I passed out. Oh, well, okay. I can at least cover that part. I know my <laughs> predictions sucked this time, but... Oh, great. Oh, it was terrible. You, I... went, you went with Fraser, didn't you? No. Oh, actually, oh. I went with Axiom. Axiom... Uh, and the last two matches went my way, but everything else the rest of the night, the only one that was going to be close was Lash Legend, but she blew that. Um, <laughs> but actually, why don't we start off with uh, the results from AEW Collision? And I'll kind of give my thoughts after each match. All right. Or actually, I'll just give my thoughts after you read the entire results. All right. Okay. So for Collision, uh, you had Eddie Kingston, who defeated Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, you had Willing Willow Nightingale, uh, who defeated uh, Mercedes Martinez. Finally, uh, Wardlow uh, defeated Willie Mack, and it, it was kind of a weird match. Was it like a brutal match or or one of those squash matches? So it was in between. 
they they did more with it. Got Willie Mack in there doing a little more stuff, but still he got squashed. Uh, Kenny Omega defeated Ethan Page. Uh, Penta El Cerro Miedo and Commander defeated Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. Uh, and what I thought was absolutely the match of the entire week uh, was Andrade El Idolo uh, defeated Brian Danielson and what was pretty brutal for Brian Danielson. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. The face mask like, got ripped off. He tore him open. It was bad. So did so Andrade was going full hill on him, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was an incredible match. You should probably go back and watch it. Yeah, if I can. Problem is, I don't subscribe to a service that's uh, on demand. Ooh, you might be able to find it online then. Hopefully, um, it was I, a good match. I, I really have a hard time paying for the uh, on-demand stuff because the options just to get through commercials and all that is a joke anymore. So, <laughs> I, I just rather watch it live if I can. If not, I'll read the results or try to see if somebody posted it on YouTube. That probably shouldn't be posted on well, <laughs> posting it on YouTube. So. Yeah, but you know, people are going to do it. Oh yeah, I mean, eventually someone's going to. But um. No, I I figured Eddie was probably going to win his next three. For, oh yeah, for the remaining of the Continental Classic, especially being that he's already went through two matches, not scoring any pinfall. Um, I think that's the right move. Where it kind of pushes some hope that Eddie will eventually make the finals and manage to you know kind of hold his titles that are probably more than likely going to be unified as one, which. That also is kind of weird. How you get two different promotion titles to unify as one? That doesn't. That that kind of seems a little weird. Wouldn't you think that would kind of signify maybe there's some type of merger, silent partnership between New Japan and AEW? I would think so. I I couldn't see them being able to get away with this either. Yeah, I mean, I it's gotten me scratching my head unless New Japan all of a sudden disown the championship which i doubt they would mm. uh, no i thought that was the right call i'm glad willow finally got a win over mercedes because i think mercedes has already had her two matches don't nothing so far in their entire careers yeah um the andrade though is the one that shocks me the most because especially with how aggressive danielson's been in this continental classic oh that that whole match was completely aggressive he brian danielson was definitely bleeding quite a bit out of the uh eye that just barely got repaired oh really yeah so In wow interesting i'm surprised they would go that route uh, they went that way oh so um no, it sounded like Collision had a pretty steady card right there. No, I, I would give them four out of five on that program. They did a really good job. I think the real thumper this week was SmackDown. Yeah, I yeah, that one four was. matches for tribute to the troops. Come on. Yeah, to me, they should have done a little more. I didn't, and you know, the one thing that kind of bugged me with um, SmackDown and NXT Deadline was having Punk out there. His SmackDown promo was good. Yeah. But it was a total shit show last night at Deadline. It 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 was like him and HBK forgot what they were supposed to be doing out there. And see, and I'll be watching that as soon as I get home. But yeah. Um I'll try not to spoil too much for oh, it's, you. It's fine. I already looked up the results and whatnot. So 
Uh, are, are we lost? No, no. I, there was a <laughs> comment from Sarah, my wife, who just joined us. Uh, she threw on Forbidden Door promotions probably allow for United States titles like that. Hmm. Yes, but you got two different promotions. Though is the problem. <laughs> you you want to keep your titles at least with the same company they belong to. Yeah, I, that's the hard part right there. But you know it it is what it is. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not opposed to a talent holding two different championships with two different promotions. As long as it keeps the door open to, you know, they're taunting them, holding their title hostage, and it turns into something bigger. Right. So, you know, I mean, there's always something to look at the positive there, but you also got to make sure you protect your properties too, you know? So, uh, but no, what, what was your overall thoughts of collision? I, I thought they did an amazing job on it. Uh, the Wardlow match, I think, could have been more. Uh, it really, that was kind of the crapper match of the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always going to be at least one, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Penta, El Cerro Miedo, and uh, Command are working together. They've done an extremely good job as a team. I'm looking forward to seeing more out of them. Uh, I if you haven't seen Ethan Page lately, he has definitely got himself in better shape. Well, we saw him here in Salt Lake back in October, and he looked pretty good then. Yeah, he's looking better now. No, well, that's good. And I like the fact that Andrade, after the match, was trying to check on Brian Danielson, and they had you know the Blackpool come out, club come out and kind of shove him away. That didn't result in anything. That would have been awesome if it would have. But, <laughs> uh, but all righty. Well, yeah. Well, they, it sounded like it was a good night overall. No, they killed it. Uh, and I know our headline shows that we're going to talk about NXT deadline. We're going to get that here in the next little bit. But I kind of want to show some impact, some love, because I also thought they put on a pretty good pay-per-view last night with their final resolution pay-per-view. I was able to catch both of them on MV streams last night at the same time. So um, let's go ahead and go through the uh, impacts final resolution pay-per-view results. And by the way, just a reminder, impact is going back to the TNA label starting in 2024. So we're finally going to be able to call it the promotion that we all have still burning our heads. Thank the Lord. But there was also some exciting moment there too in the, pay-per-view we'll start off with the pre-show results pcl gets victory over jesse v jack price defeating aiden prince frankie kazarian gets a victory over sheldon gene and then going into the main show for the impact tag team championships the champions abc retains the championships over the team of brian myers and eddie edwards Jody Threat defeats Alicia Edwards after she tried to hold the pay-per-view hostage. Impact Digital Media Championship champion Tommy Dreamer retains over Cody Deaner. I know people will say, well, he likes to just go by Deaner. Well, sorry, Deaner there. Either way, Tommy Dreamer retains uh, in a surprise tag match because of uh, the Rascals attacking ABC post-match in the tag team championship match. It was all set up by, I believe, uh, Santino Marilla. 
I just kind of have not trying to remember. Uh, the team of Speedball, McBailey, and Trent Seven defeats the Rascals. And shortly after that match, we witnessed Trent Seven being offered a contract for TNA, and he signed it. So Trent Seven is the newest member of the TNA roster. Jake something gets the victory over Jason Hotch. And what was kind of a weird double matchup here <laughs> started off with Rhino getting a disqualification victory over Moose. Moose tried to leave like a chicken shit, and apparently Rhino issued a street fight challenge. And the authority ends up giving it to him, at, but Moose was trying to walk out. However, Moose was threatened that if he did not go back to the ring and fight in the match, he would lose his uh, t- his Impact Championship title match at uh, oh God, Hard to Kill against, uh, God, what the hell is his name? <laughs> Alex Shelley. I'm having brain farts today, folks. Sorry. He was going to lose his potential world Impact World title match against Alex Shelley at Hard to Kill. So Moose ends up going back and gets the victory over Rhino in the street fight. The team of Trinity, the Impact Knockouts champion, and Jordan Grace defeats the team of Deano Perrazzo and Giselle Shaw. Post-match, though, we saw uh, Deano Perrazzo trying to have a handshake with Giselle Shaw, and Giselle Shaw showed her true colors, ends up attacking Deano Perrazzo right after and in the main event, the team of Josh Alexander and Zack Sabre Jr. defeats the team of the Motor Machine Guns. That was an awesome mat or awesome card. They did a lot of great wrestling. I thought the women shined really well during the pay-per-view last night. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but I think if TNA can get a bigger audience and get more exposure, I think people would be really amazed at what these performers do on that in that promotion. I would definitely like to see a lot more love given to those guys. Um, but anyhow, uh, you don't really watch impact though right now. Right. I got to check to see if I even have any access to it. I'm not sure if I do given what package that I have. I think direct TV does have access TV, but don't quote me on that. But, Either way, we'll find a way to get it to you. But now let's go ahead and get right into the meat and potatoes for the show today. Oh, I'm going to be useless on this. <laughs> it's okay. But you can still give your thoughts if I give the results. Um, we start with the pre-show for Deadline. Axiom defeats Nathan Frazier, which I think everybody called that one right, right on. Um, the only thing that didn't happen that we all thought was Nathan Frazier was going to eventually turn heel, and that wasn't the case. It, I guess there was supposed to be some kind of hints toward a heel turn, but if it, if he was trying to make it, it didn't make it very clear. So, But we start off the main show with the North American Championship, and I'm... I'm Really reluctant to say Dragon Lee became the new champion over Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, but we are, we all pretty much knew that was going to happen. I predicted Dominic keeping the title. I think, yeah, I think Carlos predicted Dragon Lee. 
it was a hard one because they've already had matches against each other for this championship. The frustration I have is, like I mentioned, I think it was on uh, Tuesday Night Chaos with Carlos. My hard thing is, is you just move Dragon Lee to main roster. Yeah, yeah. Then you bring him back to fill in for. Yeah, they gave him a lot of main roster exposure, so it's a step back. Well, well, he's signed a SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, it's just okay. You're relying on main roster level to fill in for. Yeah, I don't think he's going to hold it for very long, which that's where I get your frustration because, cool, he got the title, but they should have just held off for whoever's going to take over. Well, for me, it would have made more sense to leave it on Dom for a little bit or have the next upcoming NXT talent ready for it. Yep. Whoever it is, I don't know. It just, it's like what I mentioned to Carlos. I have a hard time bringing someone to main roster and then you throw them back down to developmental level. I wonder how Carlos feels about this whole thing. Well, he, he, he echoed the same statement I did on Tuesday. It just we're just at a loss at why you would do that and what, what, how that would affect the mentality of a talent. You know. Yeah, I, honestly, I feel like they've taken way too much of the main roster over to NXT over the past few months. It's it's kind of been ridiculous. Yeah, it's <sighs> Mandy Rose made sense. You know. Well, yeah, she wanted to develop better and have. And she was dominant. Yeah. She she actually impressed the hell out of me. And she held that championship very well. Yeah. So, um, and then we move on to the women's Iron Survivor Challenge match. This was the one that shocked me the most. It shocked me when I read it. Yeah. Blair Davenport <laughs> defeated Lash Legend, Tiffany Stratton, Fallon Henley, and Kalani Jordan. Yeah, and I, I felt like it was going to be Fallon. Well, and all of us who were on Tuesday Night Chaos that made the prediction, nobody guessed Blair Davenport. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it, it was a little... Uh, got sucker punched. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we, I was at a loss for words. I'm sure Carlos was, because Carlos was all in on Tiffany Stratton. And I had a feeling Tiffany Stratton wasn't going to win because I have this gut feeling she's going to be one of the entrants in the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah. So... It's going to be interesting to see how this develops now with Nikita Lyons returning on uh, Tuesday from Tuesday night. So let's we're going to see how this one plays out for. Then we go into Carmelo Hayes defeating Alexis King. I got that one wrong as well. <laughs> I I was really yeah I I thought for sure with, you meant you went with Pillman Jr. Yeah I I was all in on it because I mean they've been grooming Lexus King very well the last couple of weeks he, then, he he definitely plays a really good creep. However, the <laughs> you'll like the twist after the match because he tells Camilo, "Hey, if it makes it any easy on you, I was not the one that attacked Trick." So now this is going to get even more intriguing as uh, Tuesday's program comes up. Do you have any thoughts on that match or uh, other than you're just shocked? Not, not really. There is a shock factor. I'm just, I'm ready for Mello to move up. Me too. I mean, I think it's time. So uh, honestly, I think he should have been moved up before Dragon Lee. For sure. 
why don't we go then we go right into the men's iron survivor challenge this one really shocked me especially but it was very exciting y'all watch it when you go back to watch it tonight Whoop that trick that trick williams <laughs> defeats brom breaker die jack tyler bait and josh briggs and i thought this was very well done however the final like minute and a half is where trick had no points and then scores four straight pinfalls See, just just before the time limit hit the result of this match actually doesn't shock me i figured that's what was going to happen and see i was actually for me i predicted Jack. i know carlos predicted trick which he called he got good on that one so you know um i thought it was a very good well done match well choreographed you know you could see personal vendettas and everything in there so it seems like they had a pretty much a solid night. Oh yeah. This this one actually hit pretty good last night. However, unfortunately, the next match did not <laughs> seem to go very well for me. That was the only bummer match of the night. Steel cage match. Kiana James gets the victory over Roxanne Perez. You know what? Give that woman her flowers. <laughs> Which one? Kiana James? Yep. Oh yeah. No, I've I've always liked Keanu James. I just, the match just didn't hit well for me. It didn't do any wow factor. I think the majority of us on Tuesday night predicted Keanu James was going to win this. I think there was a couple that maybe went on our Roxy's side, but yeah, it just, I think we're going to see this one go maybe another stretch or two. Dig. Mm-hmm get some kind of final war gonna, i mean new year's evil is going to be coming up soon i'm hope, gonna, i'm hoping that might be the end of their chapter they, they're going to get into a street fight here well they were in a street fight that howling havoc yeah i remember because kiana got goose egged like Noah. oh god that was a huge lump that was like a cartoon lump <laughs> but that poor girl's been throwing her body on the line a lot oh yeah I, and you know the one thing I will mention, and you'll see this, is seeing how well some of them ladies communicate and work well with each other. I mean, you'll see it there in the Iron, the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. You'll see the moment between Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley trying to escape the pod because Metaphor tried to come in, interfere, and hold that. I read about that. Yeah, they tried to hold the, what the hell do they call it, the penalty box? Hostage. Yeah. Jack wads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was well done, but Jack wads. Uh, <laughs> but I thought, uh, I thought Keanu James and Roxanne could have had a definitely a better match. It just, I, I'm not sure if it's just the the placement of the match in the card. To me, it would have made sense to have the Iron Survivor Challenge in that place in the steel cage match beforehand. Yeah. I think steel cage could have been the first uh, official match of the night. Yeah. That that's what I was shocked as that. That's where I would have placed it for sure. Yeah. Um, but the main event for the NXT championship match, the champion Ilya Dragunov retains over Baron Corbin. I think Carlos actually went for Baron Corbin on this one. And I picked Ilya. So I at least got, uh, let's see, one, two, three of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
Yeah, I was three for seven, so I was Ouch. under. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've been under 50%. Well, welcome to my corner. <laughs> so, but I thought Ilya and Corbin had a good match. I just think it went a little too long for what it was. I'm, I'm starting to have a hard time watching Ilya Dragunov. It's not that he's lacking talent at all. He's a screamer. Right. <laughs> and see, for me, after seeing that match, and I know we just mentioned we would have switched the steel cage in the men's <gasps> Iron Survivor match. Mm -hmm. I would have put the men's Iron Survivor challenge as the main event and then had your NXT championship match before that. And then either the North American championship in the middle or the steel cage in the middle and vice versa. Other than that, I thought match placements were good. The, nothing really seemed to. Nothing really seemed to be too terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Overall, I would say out of a five star, this would have been about three and a half, three and three quarters. <laughs> um, and I'd be uh, next week. I'd be probably interested in knowing what you would have rated this out of a five star review. But, um. Yeah, we don't really have a whole lot going on in the Twitter space today, and I apologize. I know football's still going on, and it's getting to the grind with the playoff season. So <laughs> um, did you have any final thoughts to throw out there? Um, no, not really. It was, I would call it a solid week overall, uh, with the exception of SmackDown. But no, everybody did a pretty good job. Yeah, um, I know Monday night is going to be one that a lot of eyes are going to be on. We have uh, CM Punk who's going to make his final decision on which brand he's going to sign to. Sign the paper, Phil. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's pretty clear with it being on Monday night. Raw. Yeah, he's, he's going gonna, to Raw. Yeah, he's going to go to Raw as much of the IWC is predicting. As much crap as he's stirring up, especially with Seth Rollins, he's going to Raw. Well, you know, I'm going with the majority of the IWC that for WrestleMania, Punk will probably challenge Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. And we'll probably see a repeat of Cody versus Roman somehow mm -hmm. for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I was kind of hoping it wasn't going to go that way, but now because Punk got thrown into the mix and everything, it's looking more and more that way as we continue on, but we'll see how it progresses. You know, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. Unfortunately, I will be at the Chris Jericho cruise during that event. So, <laughs> sorry. I know that's a, a dagger in your heart still. F off. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll make sure we invite you to the next one. That was my fault. We'll see where I'm sitting at as far as work because things are going to be changing this next year. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, yeah, we are going to plan on doing a few extra things here. Hopefully, at the start of 2024, it might be a little bit at, toward the end of the first quarter. Um, but keep tuned on that. Um. Before we wrap it up, did you have any uh, shout-outs you want to give? Not today, sir. No, okay. That's pretty easy. Well, I want to give a shout-out to King Reezy and I think it was uh, DP Price or Prince or that came in here earlier 
Um, I want to give a special shout out to Carlos, who's not feeling well. And the reason why he was not able to join us. Hope you get well soon here, brother. And we'll look forward to hopefully talking with you middle of the week. Um, but I do want to give a few shout outs there. Our entire family of the Sage Dutton Network. Thank you to each and every one of you who go out there and retweet, support our stuff. And, you know, we try to do our best to make sure we get out there and support you all as well. But uh, it's been a very amazing journey teaching us how to use the X app a lot more and trying to monetize on it a little bit. So that's been a pretty awesome experience for us. And a few podcast shout outs to my friends out there who always give us a shout out on their episodes. So I want to give a shout out to Jim over at the Fan in the Van, Jim and Garrett, who do the Steel and Teal talk. Garrett, who has Is This a Bad Take podcast. Garrett, who teams up with Jalen on Two Dudes Sports News. Brutally Honest Sports. 1420 Sports Podcast. Nate's Daily Wager. Chris and Deb over today, we laughed and learned who just did a really great episode with one of our friends, Ted, the hillbilly hill, <laughs> go back and listen to that episode. If you haven't, that one had me rolling like crazy. Visit Vegas places with coil Austin Boyer over at wrestling world and saving the best for last. Our great friend, Ted, the hillbilly hill with the hill truth podcast. He's not on the X app anymore or any of the social media. So please make sure you go out and support him. Um, and also be sure to go support our great friend, BC Hunter. He has not done a lot with the wrestling with the truth podcast lately, but he still does wrestling with the eighties. If you're one of those guys that loves going back and watching the content from the eighties era, definitely go check out his YouTube channel and whatnot. So but without any further ado, a big thank you to StreamYard and Spotify for podcasters on becoming our platform and home to creating and hosting the latest episodes of the Wrestling Fans Insight. They've made it possible to listen to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. If you happen to like our show, we would appreciate a five-star review. And if possible, leave us a review for us to read on the air for our future recordings. And feel free to go to our website, www.wrestlingfansinsight.com, and subscribe to get notified of our latest releases. You'll also be able to find links on our show on your favorite audio listening platform. You can interact with us in many ways. We have a Facebook group called The Fans of Pro Wrestling or on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at WilliamHoppy8. John. And you can check me out at WF Insight Podcast. And also make sure you go follow Carlos. He's got his two at C to the LOS 77 and his nonprofit at Conquer the No. And also want to make sure we notify you. We do have a Facebook group. Go to the groups called the Fans of Pro Wrestling. Follow our YouTube channel at Wrestling Fans Insight. Brian Ballard's Tap Out Talk on YouTube at Tap Out Talk. We're also on Twitch, the Fans of Pro Wrestling. Instagram, you can follow me at the Fans of Pro Wrestling or Carlos at Rainbow Goodness underscore. And also, we have a couple of TikTok handles. For me, 
You can follow me at John WF Insight or my wife, Sarah, at Sarah K. Hoppy. So without any further ado, we'll see you hopefully at the middle of next week. If it's not Carlos, it will be me somewhere, somehow. And most of all, who's better than you? Nobody. <laughs>